can do a lot of things, but it can't really grok it or understand it. But if it gets a sample, a little taste, it can imagine the whole enchilada. Yeah, this is what this message is like. So first, let's I'll give you this, the ground rules, the ones I've learned all these years. First of all, uh, this message isn't directed to you. And it's not directed from this you. Yeah. I'm throwing the message over your head. Yeah, because I can see the mental state has a huge defense mechanism. It's got like the thousand arm, whatever, with mitts, you know? So any message, it can sort of catch everything. And what you want to do, sort of like spiritual sperm, yeah? There's millions of them. You're just releasing it with the hopes it can get through all of your mental little fucking nets to hit the egg, yeah? The mother egg. So what happens? The mind conceives. What does it conceive? It conceives a possibility. What's that possibility? Hey, I can be free from it, yeah? So now the problem has been seen to be corrected, yeah? If the act of being identified is the working problem, when that, is, when that which is in that activity sees it, that's the end of the activity, yeah? So mind sees, wait a minute, I may not be that. And then it starts entertaining the possibilities, and sometimes it'll manifest stuff out here, so suddenly someone will invite you to a strange freaking meeting, and then you'll get something there, and all this stuff, and then it just goes on and on, yeah? And then it hits a point, like the 100th monkey syndrome, where it's entertained a couple of these ideas, and suddenly, bam there's a certain uh, a restructuring or a reconfiguring. So the way you're traveling is a little different. You, this, as an observation point, doesn't even notice it for a while, yeah? It notices it after maybe months. It starts going, well, I'm traveling lighter, and it's obvious it had nothing to do with it, yeah? It's more a result that's expressing than it causing anything. So it's beautiful because it's very difficult for it to claim when it's been working for months and it didn't even know it. And then it starts seeing the results and then it's like, it's too late. It can't back around and get in front of it and go, oh, I did all this work. And no, because you didn't. Mostly in the sense, the spiritual work stops, at least in my case, completely. And so you're not doing a damn thing to foster anything, yet something is being fostered, you know? On and on, on and on and on. So that's the first message. The message is into you because there's a statement from Huang Po, a great Zen master from uh, China, like the 1200s or 1500s. And I liked Huang Po, Huang po a lot because one of his followers was a scribe for the emperor's court. So basically, he wrote it down right after the talk. It wasn't like 400 years later or, you know, an oral tradition about what the, you know, it was right, he wrote it down, he was a good scribe, and he got what Hoang Po was saying pretty clearly. So he had this one beautiful statement, he says, hey, listen, and this is the point, who's hearing this message? He's saying, listen, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. You can't use light to seek light. You can't use big M mind to seek mind, and mind, I've, from there, that's what they would call what we're calling like being or awareness. They would they called it mind back then. All right. So he's giving us a warning. Now, let's say there's Steve, Bill, Mary, Sue here, 
And it's basically Hoang Po's not de delivering a message to Bill, Mary, Stephen, Sue. It's delivering it to the Buddha, a.k.a. Bill, Mary, Stephen, Sue. Yes? It knows, he knows damn well, if I talk to Bill, Mary, Stephen, Sue, it ain't going to go anywhere. So I'm hoping to get the ear of the Buddha, which is always available at all time, you know, through the defenses of Mary, Jim, Steve. So because the Buddha here said, hey, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. So, hey, you can't use yourself to find yourself. The Buddha goes, well, well, right, obviously, yeah. But what happens in most meetings is Steve, Mary, Jim catches the message and neuters it, yeah. So it now says, so it, oh, this is so weird how many things happen. So, all right, now Steve, Buddha, Buddha as AKA Steve, here's the message. So it goes, so he has no flesh, he has no tactile sense of what's happening. So he says, well, that, I can't practice Buddhism anymore. So now he fucking exiles himself what he truly needs as Steve because I can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. You see, that wasn't, see, that's what happens with non-duality when a person hears non-duality. Yeah? Because non-duality is a fact in a sense. It means not to. It's just a negation of what's going on. It's not saying, let me tell you what's going on because it doesn't go anywhere. Let me tell you what seems to be going on. So that what's going on, if it sees it, goes, hey, wait a minute. Yeah? This is the whole direction. It's seamless. Once it starts, you get a taste of it. It never, never deviates. It's seamless. Yeah? You're not going to be looking for yourself. You're going to just see what you're not. You're going to understand what you're not. You can study what you're not. And when, what happens is, like a great Zen master from Japan, Dojin, said, to study Buddhism is to study the self, and to study yourself is to forget the self. Exactly, because you'll see it's not you. Yeah. Just like if I was sitting here, which I am, and there was a woman, or let's say my girlfriend, Amelia, before I met her, was in the other room, but I saw her, and I've been checking her out a little times, and she's running some, you know, yoga, hopefully a tantra yoga thing. <laughs> she's, yeah, she's running it over there, and I'm really keen. My agenda as Paul would, I'd like to, you know, meet Amelia with the hopes of, you know, conceiving children or whatever. <laughs> so I'm sitting here doing, supposedly doing a talk, but my interest, the interest is in that room. I'm trying to listen to what she says while I'm hoping she'll say, hey, I like that guy Paul at the other meeting. Because I'm not gonna go up front, you know, cold and ask her. I want the bet to be a little hedged. All right, so now I know she likes me. Hey, you don't get a coffee, whatever. Or maybe a chai in this world. <laughs> so I'm there, so I'm hearing it, and I'm super keen on it. What she's saying, suddenly I hear her say, oh, I like that guy, Matt, and my name's Paul. What happens? I lose interest in that conversation. Yeah? Like, immediately. I don't have to send Navy SEAL 16 to get my interest. It just, just, goes, just goes back. It's sort of like a yo-yo. It comes right back to where it seems to be located. Yes? The same thing applied to the narration in one's head. You see, all of the pointing, all of that shit's doing, you're not that which is being pointed at. All, it, all the mental state can do is imply, insinuate, assume that you're the doer, claim that you're the doer, suppose that you're the doer, the thinker, the feeler, yeah? But it's not true. There's thinking, feeling, and doing, definitely. There's seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, and touching, definitely. 
but there is no see or hear or feel or taste or touch. That's a mental add-on. Yeah. So if you want to hear, I'll see show. I'll show you. Yeah. I'll show you it because I've seen it. I've seen selfing. I've seen the manufacturing of the idea of being a someone. So, the mental processes, thoughts, yes, perceptions, memory. If you, your thought system pictures you as a body. You're thought about as a body. Yeah. You're thought about. See, thinking is always about something, it can't think about nothing. It needs a certain object to think about, yeah? An idea or something like that. So, and then if you go to memories, the memories picture you as a body. You can't remember yourself as spirit five years ago. Where would you, you know, begin and end? Oh, there I am in Santa Cruz as this amorphous little space. No, there's Paul with some shorts and stuff like that, yeah? So the memory, so... Any time our attention and interest, it's not ours, but attention and interest goes up into the mental state, you will find it in the act of being identified as a self. And the, I, the definition I have of self is the sense, the feeling that's constructed through claiming all the doing, the thinking, the feeling, the seeing, yeah? The sense of self, which is you're a long-lasting, independent, separate entity, yeah? Yeah, so that so it's the act of being identified as a self. So when attention goes into the memory bank, the memory is in the act of presenting you as a self and supposedly framed in the past. And then you also, you're remembering self by the memory, yeah? You remember self by thinking about you in the past. You remember self, you as a self, when you're worried about you in the future, it's the same thing. You're remembering both ways. And so basically, instead of having that sense of the I am, which is always available at all times, yes, the I am, the onness, the mental state mimics it and goes, I was Paul, I will be Paul, therefore I am Paul. Because there is no self. It can't, it can't authenticate itself just by being self. Because it isn't. So how it authenticates itself is by saying, I was there, go to the memories. I was in San Francisco today, yeah? I was in a car, I was in this, I was in that, yes? So I was there, and then I'm worrying the hell out of how I'm gonna be as a body a couple years from now. So I will be there, obviously, or why would I have so much concern over it, yeah? So I was there, I will be there, and then it has this weird circuitous route which is therefore I am. Yeah? This is what it's doing. It's working feverishly all day. The mental state is constantly, constantly in the act of claiming. And, uh, <laughs> and you can see the difference. It's simple. Just, how are you? Nice to see you. you. Yeah. Let's just put a word, three words up here that seem important for action figures here. Money. Yeah. Health. And let's say sex or relationship. All right, money, health, sex. Let's say relationship. All right. So now you would have a feeling about these three words based on where you think you are with them, right? Money, health, and so there would be meaning. So you put a little weight into. It. Let's say you've had a nice amount of money. 
you wouldn't have that much weight in money. Maybe your health, you're afraid of a lot of weight there. And then relationships, you're not in the relationship, so you're, you know, you're pining for one. But when you're in one, you're pining to get out of one. So there's meaning in there, okay? So, all right, so there's meaning in these words. I'm going to change the whole weight of the word without changing a letter in it. Not one. I'm just going to put my in front of it. My money. So I, lo you know, I love you all to have a lot of money, but I don't want you to have any of my money. The meaning of the money changes drastically when it's mine. My money. My health. My relationships. Usually different, yeah? You don't change anything that comes after it, but there's something that's put before it. That's the selfie. That's the bondage. The my. If you want to know the footprints of the thief at the scene of the crime, it'll be strewn with my in English. My, 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 my. So the difference is amazing. Let's say I have a nice girlfriend. Everything's going great. We have to go to movies, eat, do whatever. And then suddenly one day she's crowned my girlfriend. Now suddenly I'm up on stalking charges. I think I can break into her email because I should know what my girlfriend's doing. Something like that. Yeah, it can go that extreme. So it's the my is the bridge that we're passing over all day and not noticing it. We notice the problems, we notice a lot of shit, but we don't see the subtlety, the anchor of my. That's where the weight is. Yeah? If you don't see it, you're gonna be at its effects. That's the one quality that's inherently us, which is seeing. I don't mean vision, I mean awareness, yeah? The seeing is untouched. Nothing that has come after it has affected it, nor will ever affect it, yeah? That's one quality, can't be imagined away, can't be seemingly made not to be so, can't be affected one bit. It's like a beautiful sky that allows tons of shit to happen in it, yet it's not affected by anything that happens in it. Not one cloud, you know, overstays its visit, yeah? You don't say, oh, that cloud, it's been here for four months. No, no, no. Planes flying through the sky never call the tower and say, hey, I ran into a big chunk of sky. When it rains, the sky doesn't get wet. This does, yes? Fourth of July explosions never rip the sky open. That's what mind is like. That's what mind is like. That's what awareness is like, yes? It allows everything to appear, yet it's not affected by any of it. Just a little bit of that downloading here would go a long, long way in time. Really a long, 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 long way. It could be one little stone in hitting a pond and the echo would be for the rest of your life. Yeah, it could have that effect. Now, maybe you won't be, you know, burning people's hearts out with a loving gaze, but you'll just be traveling lighter when you go here and do that and this is, and I can show up for people because I've never left, basically. You never get gypped anymore because you've never, this whole idea, you see it, man. When you were a kid, I wasn't in an abusive situation. I didn't have to get in the moment. I, I hadn't entertained I could be out of a moment yet, really, yeah? This insane shit that we've entertained is unbelievable. And all this work to try, you know, they used to have these books, you know, how to get into the moment, all predicated on this insane idea that you have enough power to get out of the moment. 
<laughs> and now, no one would finish the whole book usually, but they'd order the second one, how to really get into the moment. But in fact, it's all predicated on an insane idea that you have ever been out of a moment. I don't see that to be so. So now you're in the moment, but without any thought or effort on your part. Because if you believe you achieve something, you believe you can lose it. That's not valuable. Something, this possibility's gotta be out of your reach. It can't be swayed or turned into something or mutated by your claiming it, yeah? It's what we are. It's always available at all times. With no requirement necessary to meet it. You are it. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So that sounds all good. But see, I didn't see when I went to the satsangs, I sensed something. I said, Jesus, there's something that's missing here. Yeah. I didn't know exactly what it was. But then I was reading Ramana. And then a lot of the people who wrote about Ramana's teachings, this would be in all of them. He'd say it in different ways. And the one that stuck, and it's the only book I, I got in India, I got the page crumpled up, but I memorized this one. He says, this is it. There's a presupposing of a non-existent thing, yeah, which is this, yes? This without animation is not existing, yeah? This eye isn't seeing. I could, if I died, this eye being perfect wouldn't see a damn thing anymore. If you took it out of a dead body, put it in a live body, it would facilitate seeing. So it's not the eye that's seeing, obviously. Yeah, yeah, so there's a presupposing and the importance, you want me to go this direction? It's cool, yeah. Because <laughs> you hear it, don't even think about getting it because you already got it, that's the beauty. I'm actually throwing, I'm trying to, you know, <laughs> send you around the corner for a half an hour so that something can get in there you know I don't know we, we, we put a little solvent on the seats it should go up your ass dude. that'd be a better direction <laughs> alright so <laughs> there's a presupposing of a non-existent thing now the word is very important the wording because he uses presupposing I'm going to get to this because the biggest, ma this magic trick here, the, it's the main wand is time, time. Time is the main ingredient in this whole seeming fabrication. Meaning seeming means it appears to be true or false to us. There's no true or falseness in it. It appears to be true or false to us. We're it. We're the reality, yeah? So, all right, so there's a presupposing of a non-existent thing and then suddenly that non-existent thing wants to get salvation for the non-existent thing. Now, obviously you can't get salvation from the non-existent thing because it's non-existing. So basically the salvation you're looking for must be inherently available because if you think it's based on the absence or the furthering of the non-existent thing, basically you're always saved, which is why you don't know it because you don't, we don't know. The only way we can know freedom is when we're bound and then someone lets us loose and we get the big rush of, oh, I'm feeling free. But if you're always available, if it's always so, you don't notice it one bit. So there's a presupposing of a non-existent thing that wants to get salvation for a non-existent thing. All right, what happens if this is act, this activity is in place, okay? That to me is the identification as self. He says, all right, 
your spiritual practices themselves will be used to reinforce the non-existent thing, how can they destroy it? Yes, this is a pretty good shoe to put on and see if it fits. Because when I put it on, it fit. Because that's what I was seemingly doing. I was trying to get salvation for the non-existent thing and instead of recognizing the non-existent thing and realizing freedom is always available. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why Hawaiian Post says the Buddha can't use the Buddha. Why would, he wasn't a sadist, I don't think. Maybe he was, who knows. But he wouldn't, if you were Steve, Mary, Jim, why would he say, it? hey, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha? The only way that would be an appropriate message was if he was speaking to the Buddha. And he was warning the Buddha, hey, psst, the Buddha, you can't be using yourself to find yourself. This AKA Steve ain't you. So basically, instead of trying to learn about the Buddha and have an experience of the Buddha and understand the Buddha, see what you're not, and in seeing that you're not Steve, what will happen? You'll find out, wow, Buddha. Yeah? And then suddenly, this misdirection's been corrected, and for me, it's been seamless for years and years and years now. It never deviates. The correction has been made, and when it's made, there was no need for a correction because it never really fucking ever happened. It was appearing to happen to me, yeah, but it wasn't. Yeah, see, this is it. This is, this would be the best way you could describe this event is dreaming, yeah? Not a dream. A dream would be giving it too much meaning. It's dreaming. In other words, in my sense, there's all there is is verbing. There's no noun to be found. The noun is implied by the mental state claiming the verbing. So the mental state claims the doing to imply the doer. It can't directly start at the doer. It needs the doing to imply the doer. Yeah? It needs the thinking to imply the thinker. It needs the feelings to imply the feeler. The feeler isn't first. The feeler is produced by claiming the feelings. You see, if you see it, if you see its movement, there's a freedom there that doesn't make you have to move an inch. It's just available. Mind is unbelievably uh, available, yes? It doesn't take much. All it see, what happens is it's been sent on a wild goose chase. All right, so the first video, because this happened with me, I was going to start saying it was years and years ago. So the first video we ever made was The Sheep and a Lion, an old story from India. And it's a simple, very simple thing where there's a lion, mother, and a cub, right? And they're just roaming around. The cub doesn't know much, it's young. The lion mother gets killed, and now the cub is orphaned. And it's roaming around, doesn't know what's, what's happening. And then he comes upon this flock of, or a herd of sheep, whatever they call it, herd. And so it, it starts moving towards the sheep. Now the sheep know it's a lion, so they get fucking a little concerned, but then they realize, hey, the lion doesn't even know it's a lion. The lion comes over, starts trying to chew cud, you know, get, you know <laughs> what I mean? Starts, you know, trying to ingratiate itself in the, He's sticking out like a sore thumb, but whatever. So the sheep go, and so now he's hanging out as a sheep, and he's living as a sheep, and you know he's chewing cud, and he's listening to all the other sheep 
being concerned about who's going to be the next sweater next year, and he's it's curling its little hair, and then he even has a meets a, she, a, a, a woman sheep, has some sheep babies. They look a little weird, so they just fucking rationalize that away, and now he's just living. He becomes a great sheep elder, and he's like that, almost like the 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 the, the head of the whole. Heard, yeah, but he's always felt this little disquiet, dissatisfaction, irritability, yeah. And so suddenly, this old lion one day comes in, and he sees the the sheep, and then he's he starts chase going towards the herd, and he sees this other lion, and he and he thinks the young lion is joining the hunt, but after a while he realizes the lion's running with the sheep, so he veers off and he grabs the young lion. And the young lion rolls on his back and goes, Oh, Mr. Lion, please, I'm just a humble sheep. Now the old lion just grabs it, brings it to the water hole, sticks their both head over the water. The young lion sees its reflection. The old lion goes, Roar, and the old young lion roars. He had never roared before. He was, Bah, bah, not doing well. But as soon as, as soon as he saw his face matching the other face, what did he realize? He didn't realize... He was a lion. He's always been a lion. He realized he wasn't a sheep. That's direction. That's the correct direction. You, you're a lion. You don't need to realize you're a lion. You need to realize you're not a sheep. And then you find out you're a lion. Because the only thing you can do, you cannot know that you're a lion. You can find out about it because you are it. You can't study what you are. You can't use that which is studying to study, yeah? That which is studying, this is the dilemma with science. The science wants to study everything, but they can't get behind what's studying, to study it. It would be that's that which is studying, yes? It can't, you can't, there's, you're behind the camera. You, 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 me, this you can never get behind the camera. We're behind the camera. Us, this is before the camera. You're seeing me. Another a great Hoang Po's awesome. If you're interested in, in him, very small book. I think you can get it for maybe seventy cents now on the internet, on Amazon. It's called uh, the Teachings of Hoang Po by John Blofeld. Beautiful. And so he would say this thing: Hey, whatever can be perceived can't be perceiving. So we're all off the game board, really. I'm seeing you, so I'm perceiving you. You're not that which is perceiving. You're seeing this. This is not what is perceiving. What are you left with? Everything. So the whole message that I, it just happened, you know. I mean, actually, it was a bad career choice, obviously. If I was, <laughs> if I was teaching people now how to be better, I would fucking, I had a career that I destroyed by this fucking idea. <laughs> I'm thinking about it now. <laughs> Maybe I should. <laughs> the head will will go along with it for a little while, but when it realizes either quickly or slowly, it's really not going to get anything. It fucking loses a lot of interest. It's hoping. I know they're saying you're going to get nothing, but I know there's something. No, there's, you're not going to get anything. Nothing. Zippo. Nothing. No thing. You're not going to get shit. Yeah, It's like the desert tortoise. The coyote comes upon it, wants to get some food, you know, some flesh. The desert tortoise pulls in. The coyote tries for about two minutes and then gets loses interest and takes off. 
That's like non-duality. If you're in it, if you're feeling fucked up and you try to use non-duality to get out of it, no fucking way. It doesn't work that way. It's prior to everything. It's not a skillful means. It's not a path to illumination. It's what illuminates every path. Your own inherent nature is not a body. So, this is how it goes. Yeah. So I remember I was doing another talk in LA and a guy who'd been following, following the talks for a while says, all right, Paul, I get this idea of selfing. So let's call selfing Pauling. So how much is Paul Pauling? 50% of the day, 10% of the day. If it's a good day, is it like less than 10% that Paul's Pauling? And he went on and on. And I go, you got it off, you, you got it off. It's the Pauling that produces the sense of Paul. Paul, and I, he's, his question demonstrated exactly the message. It's, if you don't hear the message with the sense of time, you miss it. Because the presupposing is sort of like that which comes after says it's before. So that which comes after the action says it's the actor. That which comes after the feeling says it's the feeler. That which comes after the thinking says it's the thinker. That's the presupposing. Pre means before. So the supposing presupposes you before when you're not. So that which comes after implies that it's before. That's the selfie. See, we believe there's time. It's now and then there's a future. But the mental state doesn't play that game at all. The mental state uses what comes after to imply that it's before. So you watch, listen to people share. They have a feeling that they go, I didn't want to feel that, but they felt it first, yeah? They have an opinion, I didn't want to feel that, but they did feel it, see? Because the conscious contact, there's no volition in it. Your awakeness is greeting everything here. And then the narration of you as the greeter comes after. But when it comes after, it implies it's before. Even when it comes to consciousness, you believe you're conscious. You believe you're seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, smelling. That's not what's happening. There's seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, smelling. And then there's a narration of you being a doer of all that. Yeah? You can see the narration. If you don't, you'll be looking from it. That's the dilemma. That's why we haven't changed the message in a long, long time. Because I find if this isn't clear, it's like a shadow the rest of the way. You know, I really had an experience that you can't meditate yourself out of the meditator. Meditation is a process, and you're not going to beat the process of selfing with a process. It's too fast. Yeah. By the time you sat down and started to meditate, the feeling of being the meditator had already been claimed. So we basically start after the robbery instead of seeing before the robbery. And this is just an invitation. If it fits, wear it. You know? If it doesn't, man, go for it. Go for whatever. I mean, I can't write a blog about the day, you know? I would love. It sounds great to go to fucking South America, 
paint my face, meet pythons, do ayahuasca. I did have tons of followers. This is like, went to the thrift store, got a coffee, soy latte to go. Uh, next day, went to a different store, got a soy latte to go. What's happened, Paul? Very little. <laughs> Because seriously, it's not an experience. It's not. It will influence your experiencing, but it's not an experience. You're not going to get high off of non-duality. You can't smoke it. You're not going to get a date, that's for sure. That's fucking for sure. Non-duality is not a winner. <laughs> hey, can us two non-persons get together? So, and then what happens with us in these situations is that we actually are expressing a self trying to be like a non-self. What its idea of a non-self. So the selfing, oh, I like to be a little non-selfish in there. Throw it in there. It would probably uh, make a, a better self. A little bit of non-self. A little bit of nothing thrown in there. But no, non-duality is a fact. It's not two. And if you don't believe the two-ness of your own experience, the dualism, sometimes you're what's thought about and sometimes you're thinking Yeah? Doesn't it feel like the thoughts are thinking about you? That's being the object. Sometimes you believe you're the thinker of others. That's being the subject. At the exact same time, that's dualism. And that dualism, as the projector, makes a dream, a, a dualistic dream called duality. And what all non-duality is, is a negation of that. It's saying there is not two. There is no subject-object. There's no this or that. There's no me or you. It doesn't matter. It doesn't say, oh, then fucking, who would want to vanquish this? The thing that believes it's in there. What happens with this, in my own observation, is acceptance, basically. This as an urban renewal project, you know, like working for it to become the chariot of the gods, it's forgot, it's a, it's a Toyota, it's functional. Yeah? <laughs> so that the urban renewal project gets canceled and you're just fucking chilled, you know? <laughs> you know, but I mean, you do understand, you know, you comprehend serenity and you know peace and you can be loved and love and you can and this is all effortless. It's your, it's your quality. Yeah. You can hold space because you are space. All that. But I have, the acceptance is the coolest thing because this, does, this doesn't do well as the center of the universe. Really. It's not really. It doesn't like, like 800,000 thoughts about it. Fuck it. It needs a little bit of whew, release. Yeah? And, uh, and then you can travel lighter. And it's been doing it a long, long time, and it doesn't seem to be slowing down. And you know, the thought system doesn't stop, the narration of the story doesn't stop, but there's a loss of interest in it. Now, if you try to lose interest in it as it, that's interest in it, yeah? So that's the dilemma, right? We have a thing in recovery, that come from recovery, which is, uh, the main principle of recovery is turning your willing life over to the care of a power greater than yourself. You know? That's really key. A lot of people don't read it the way I do, but that's very clear to me. A power greater than yourself. I would say we are that power. But whatever. So, all right. so you turn your willing life over to the care of a higher power.
but about a paragraph before, and the 12 steps are a linear process. So the paragraph before it goes first, you got to quit playing God. And then next, so therefore, I would say the quit playing God actually takes more precedence. Yeah. So what is, what's playing God? Obviously your head, yes. When you wake up in the morning and it forecasts how the day is going to be, it has no fucking idea what it's going to be like at four o'clock in the afternoon. It just pontificates. And we're such great devotees of it. We fucking believe it. And, you know, I don't get up. You know, I have three espressos, like, because of the impact I can't handle at 4 p.m. I'm at 8 a.m. Nothing's happening in my room. I'm petrified to go out into the world. That's playing God, yes? All right, so this is the dilemma with hearing a message. All right, hey, you got to quit playing God. It doesn't work. All right, so that which is playing God, here's the message. You got to quit playing God. This is the exact, the whole egg of it. All right, so that which is playing God tries to quit playing God. That's playing God. Yeah? It, ad infinitum. It doesn't break. Not one time with your attempt to quit playing God as that which is playing God, quit playing God. Yeah? Exactly. That's exactly what's happening here. Exactly. There's a little, in, there's a little aberration that's taken to be so, and then that that frequency of that aberration just filaments all out, yeah. Yeah. Again, the qualities, you, you are the quality of seeing, yeah. The most heinous thing I ever did, I was seeing. And the greatest things I've ever seemingly done, I was seeing. The seeing didn't blink. My eyes may have tried to blink, but seeing didn't. Yeah. The seeing is always available at all times. Nothing precedes it. You can see the act of selfing because you're not after it, you're before it. If it is allowed to presuppose itself before what you are, yeah, you'll be looking from its point of view to the point where you may even look for yourself as some conceptual idea from the false reference. So you'll be looking for a what you are from what you're not instead of seeing what you're not from what you are. And it doesn't mean you stop doing. It means that when the mental state tries to attach the idea of the doer to the doing, you can see it, yeah? All its effects ruminate and resonate in the body. They don't make a tremor in what you are. So you can't use the body as the, of the gauge that you're getting it. The body is a body. It's gonna do what it's gonna do. It's not gonna become a spiritual giant, yes? If you want to know what teachers are like, go to the bathroom after them. They stink just like your shit stinks. Yeah. They get pissed off in traffic. Adyashanti's probably not sitting in a fucking bubble balloon. and He's fucking probably pissed off at something. He's probably pissed off with all his fucking followers. I mean, she's every week having to write up another fucking intensive. Fucking Christ, isn't a day in Santa Cruz intense enough? Why would you want to pay? 
I got go on a re go to Newark, New Jersey. Fucking there, so that's intensive. Rehoboken, try that. You want an, an intensive? I can show you exactly where to go. It won't quite. It'll cost you something, but not <laughs> Yes. How to integrate this into an ordinary life? Good luck. <laughs> a pipe dream completely <laughs> Jesus says you know he says a beautiful negation I believe I don't know what he said really but they press it down so he says you know you're in this world but you're not of this world so everyone has the feeling of what it's like to be in the world so he goes the correct path so he says all right feel like what it's like to be in this world yeah 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 but you're not of it yeah so being in this world, time, body, separation, wanting something and not getting it, desires, perversions, all this. Hey, all of that, yes, in, but you're not of. Yeah. So see that, all right, I'm not that, I'm not that. See, you ever hear of the Enneagram? I had an experience with that. The Enneagram is like a, the Sufis got it together, and it's a pretty cool thing. They, they categorized every type of personality into like nine basic types with two subdivisions of each one. So, you know, like two wings. <laughs> so one to nine. And so they'd have these retreats about learning the Enneagram. And so at the break, so it's the blurred person gets the realization, I'm a four. So everyone would go out after the, the prey going, I'm a seven, I'm a four. No, you're not. That's why you learn you're a four to see you're not a four. It's not like another thing to identify with. I'm a four with a seven, a sexual seven and a fucking neurotic five. You know what I mean? No, you're not. You learn all about what you're not so that you can see you're not that. And then that's that. If you get the direction correct, if the horse is in front of the cart, it will make sense to you. It will make seamless sense to you. Not logic like the mental state, sense. Yeah? You'll see blue is blue and red is red. Things will become clear to you. Now, not about losing your keys and shit, but, you know, where's my money or whatever. But the metaphysical or whatever you want to call it, mute. But most people are calling spirituality to me. No, I don't know. I just don't, I'm not buying it, man. I really believe, like we say, if you tested me, there's no signs of spirituality whatsoever. 0.000.00, which I think is success, to tell you the truth. I think the operation has been perfect, it's complete. I'm not spending one second looking for what I can't find. <laughs> all right well i could explain more but that's enough if you need any support with it we have tons of videos all for free in youtube yeah and just and they'll put out we put them up all the time you know every week and with the host because sometimes you know it's sort of like uh you know those lazy susans it's sort of the mind sort of the mental it's sort of like that you got to get the right hole and you never know what day it will be but one sperm gets in there and there's a 
somehow because it's a simple correction when this correction happens there was no need for it yeah it's sort of like when you need a solution there's a problem but in this solution when the solution dawns on you you see the problems in activity that the solutions entertaining you're dreaming you're dreaming now yeah you're in cahoots what illusion could ever fool reality unless reality was in on it. You think something that was made by us could fool reality? Of course not. It's reality fooling itself, and it needs time to do it. It couldn't do it in timelessness, but in time, a lot of shit that's impossible can seem to be possible, which is this. Love looking for love, fucking tons of stuff, so yeah. That's that. And you feel it. It's very powerful. Yeah. It's always authenticated itself with me. Because I tell you, you want to have time. I started giving talks in recovery like 27 years ago. Somebody thought I would be a good person to lead this type of workshop. What I found out later is no one else wanted to, really. But I thought, oh, yes. I think you have the ability knowing that everyone else had quit. So I took upon, I took upon this commitment in San Francisco. And Monday nights, uh, I would have it at 8.30 every Monday night for over 16, 18 years if I was in the country. And when I wasn't, when I came back, I could do it, right? And we called it a fourth-step workshop, which is an inventory process in recovery. Yeah, the introduction, where you look at resentments and fears and acting out and hurting other people and see your role in it, yeah? So I was doing this, and then uh, my, the mind was hearing other things in other ways, and it was going off, but I was in this container of speaking here, and so in those 16 years of Mondays, that's a lot of Mondays, like 52 times 16, a lot of freaking Mondays, I was in a lot of condi different conditions, you know. Sometimes I was like, one time I was waiting here if I had AIDS because when I, I was injured penis union, uh, user, when I got sober back then, it was three weeks to find out. So when I got sober, I felt I should be responsible and figure this out before I had, went to sleep with anybody, you know. So I got the test, but I made, and you could have had a field day with that, you know, because there was a lot of evidence I'm a prime suspect for AIDS. You know, my girlfriend, fairy princess, had broken up with me five minutes before I had the sinus infection or the flu, no money or whatever. But I went there, and every, every time I went there, it had nothing to do with me. Something would come through. My role was like a hose, and this water would come through. And you could sense it, and people sensed it, you know? Every time. Mm -hmm. Thousand batting average, thousand percent, just every time. Because it had nothing to do with me. That was the obviousness of it. It didn't matter what my condition was, its condition was supreme, yes? And it was basically, and to point out to everyone, hey, if you're finding problem with me, don't fucking argue with me. It's coming from, you know, the water's bringing it. I'm just a freaking lowly hose, yeah? And, and the beautiful thing was, it was so obvious, the hose could never even entertain it was bringing forth the water. It was beautiful, so there was no claiming of it whatsoever. This was so freaking obvious, because I would believe that if I was the one doing it, 
and my doing it would be based on my condition. You know, if I was really bummed out, maybe I couldn't do it or really sick, but it had nothing to do with me. Yeah. So all this stuff, I just didn't take at face value. My mind opened up. How did, could this possibly happen? You know, so my mind opened up and it's curious. So I started entertaining ideas. Then I started hearing these type of messages, the non-duality. And instead of looking for another technique of meditation, the person said, why don't you just ask who's the meditator? You know, maybe go that, that way. So suddenly I started to read about these possibilities. And when they hit me, it was like an avalanche. Like one of the biggest ones was from the Course in Miracles, lesson two, which was you and I give everything all the meaning it has. That totally hit me because I, it explained my whole freaking life. I just saw it, Jesus Christ, you know? And then in recovery, we have a statement, self can't get out of self. One of the highest statements of all time in a lowly fucking way of life called AA. But self can't get out of self, ex explaining exactly what I have seemingly been doing for most of my life. I was trying to get out of me as me. So these things would produce avalanches. And one of the great avalanches was whatever, you know, the Buddha, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha, blew my fucking mind away. Or the, the being in the river, trying to buy water, when you're fucking drenched, you know? Totally made total sense. Or the, the idea of the wave in the ocean, where the wave is so stubbornly thinking it's the wave, all it can do about the ocean is to hope to experience it, study it, know it, always using all of the knowledge about the ocean just to reinforce its waveness instead of just going this direction seeing it's a, if it's a wave when it sees it's not a wave what happens it's the ocean and then studying and knowing is fucking so low to the point of being yeah being is look at your consciousness when do you go to seeing classes you know like <laughs> looking at master's pictures or hearing classes. No, the seeing, there's no thought or effort in consciousness. Why would you expect thought and effort, anything that had thought and effort leading you to that which demonstrates no thought or effort? Any questions? You can't have any questions. <laughs> Stay down on the mat. Don't get up. <laughs> it's not going to go well. <laughs> I'll take my chances. All right, um, so, I mean, the body's here. There's no, there's no problem with that, right? In your understanding of no, the body's not here. The body's not here, but it's appearing to be here. Yes. The body is an appearance, yes? So here's space right now. Yeah. yeah? So, all right, so here's a wall. Now, if we took this wall down, would we have to call up Home Depot to get like an eight by 12 piece of space, rush it in there? Because this, this <laughs> wall is wall and then there's space and space? No, the wall's appearing in space. Yeah, right. You knocked it down. It wasn't like, I saw the void, no, it's just space, yeah. So, all right, the same thing with this. This is an appearance, yeah. I'm not taking up, when I die, space isn't gonna be like 175, 70 pounds lighter. <laughs> this is an appearance in mind, yes? It's appearing, it's, this is dreaming. 
There's nothing. The body's awesome. This body got run over twice in one night by a car. This body's gone through hell, and it's still ticking. So I have a lot of reverence for this body. It's a great vehicle. But hey, the facts are the facts. This is an appearance. Yeah. Whatever can be perceived can't be perceiving. Yes. So that which that which can be perceived cannot be reality. Yes. Yes. So. Yes, so there is a body, starting there, yeah. No. No, there okay. is, there's, it, okay. there's appearing to be a body. Yeah. Appearing to be a body, all right. Yeah. And the brain has an agenda, and the brain is looking out for the body. And so it is, that's, this, that's, the, that's the computer chip of the action figure. Right, and then the body has, when you talk about Enneagram and stuff, the body has these predispositions <clears throat> yeah, yeah. and all these kinds of things, so there's a total reality to that. Well, a reality that's it's a, in time, it's not going to yeah. last. No, but I'm saying that it isn't like all of these appear bodies are the same. They have their own particular uh, yeah, yeah, things of course, going on. Yeah, okay. it's, like, it's like the clouds in the sky. Yeah. yeah. A lot so, of uniqueness. That's what's fun about it. Right. Yeah. So it seems like that's... I mean, I, I, I do whatever. I've been at this stuff a while too and I do um, you know follow and experience a lot of what you're sharing but it seems like the trap is continually that the body is here and you know it is a point of reference for whatever reason I don't even understand it like you're saying I don't believe that this thing's aware I believe there's just a field of awareness and there's one seamless expression and it's aware of itself and it's content with itself this whole totality but, so this thing isn't aware. Well, it's not aware of itself because it's all there is awareness. There's no awareness. I'm saying. Awareness. Um, I'm saying there is awareness. I'm saying the awareness is aware of itself. Apparently. I'm not. I'm just saying the yeah, body. Yeah, yeah. The body doesn't have it. Like you're saying. The yeah. Body. Yeah. Right. But it seems like the trap is that this body is appearing in awareness, and it does have its own you know, uh, uniqueness, and it is a point of reference. I mean, you're not, you're not feeling my ass on the ground, you're feeling your ass on the ground. And it seems like that's what keeps referring me back to this illusion yeah. that there must be, that there must be an entity here. Yes, of and course. So that's what, that would be great if you could get me out of that continual trap, because I spend a lot of time in this, you know, full-on spacious, seamless, um, groovy space but you know things that are going on with this body and you know especially if there's why they come about to lose my money or my health is jeopardized but that's what seems to create the um, illusion of there being an entity here and it's kind of understandable because the, the body is here and the body is or the body appears to be here and it's going through a lot of shit in 3D which is you know some of it's heavy yeah and it's not you, that's all. It doesn't take away from the movie, but you're the screen, so to speak. Okay. So, yeah. The body, for me, I see it as, I see everything as dreaming, yeah? So there's the dreaming of the body, let's say. Yeah, so the, uh, the, the body's appearing in mind. And the body is the centrist, central point of this. It's almost like an, uh, an amusement ride, yeah? So let's say that which is, 
says, hey, listen, how am I ever going to experience anything if I'm everything? So let's go to this little amusement park. I'm going to buy I'm going to buy a ride that when I get on the ride, I'll forget that I was that and take myself to be that which is on the ride. And I want the like the platinum ride. So there and so now everyone's like, fucking get me out of this ride. You got the platinum ride. <laughs> it seems as real as real can be to who? Yeah. So the idea of what's bothering the body is the body identity, not what we are. Can you yeah. say that again? What's, what, what's finding the body bothering is the body identity. So the body bothers the body. What wants to get out of a body is a body. Yeah? Right. I'm so, I did a talk in this place, and a guy came to me, and he, had a, he was like a guest person. Yes, it, was, it was a weird little situation. So he starts talking, he says, oh, you talk about this idea of not being body, seeming very casually and stuff. But I see it as impossible. How can he not be the body? I said, exactly. If you're speaking from the body, the body's going to present it as impossible that there isn't a body. You see? So the reference point is speaking about the body. And it has to have relevance. See, if you, if you can be, if you can feel pain and that is as real as real can be, it's done its job, yes? The mental state wants to verify its relevance. It wants to say, it wants to believe it can be separate. And this is the, this is its cushion, its pin cushion. This is where it really, really gets its verification, especially through physical pain. Yeah? Yep. Because then the pain is used to, to create, to make suffering, which extends in time. And you become as real as real can be. Are you real? No. You're appearing to be real. And who is it that wants to get out of the appearance of being real? The appearance of being real. Well, when things are going shitty. Yes, exactly. Right? See, you want because you indulge in the one, you have to fucking be servitude to the other. If you drink the real high and get identified with that, you're going to be identified with the opposite of it. And you're going to get the bill because this is duality. Yeah? You go this, taste this, oh, you're going to be ready for the punch. You lose interest in both. Yeah? I don't give a shit about highness. It comes and goes. Mm -hmm. I don't give a damn about any of that. And, the, and see, the treatment is the same for both. You don't embrace the one and then fucking have aversion to the other. You let everything just comes and goes. When it's there, it's fucking enjoyable. But no, 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 it just comes and goes. That's why we don't sit quietly at the end of the meetings, because you can start indulging. Get off. No, fuck it. Would you have to pay so much attention to if it was always available at all freaking times? No. You would rest in the assurance. Yeah. So we try to make it as ordinary as possible so that the mental state won't be able to fucking put any, you know, gold, gold flake on it, you know? Oh, it's such a noble state. No, it's ordinary dog shit awareness. We are all awake. We are all awake. You can, you can seem not to be awake to that fact or you can seem to be awake to that fact. It doesn't change the fact. If you want evidence, the conscious contact is evidence. You're seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching when you don't want to be seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. 
You're hearing thoughts at night at two in the morning. You don't want to be doing that. Most people don't want to be awake. That's what the, all the shit they're doing all day is not to be awake. That's our dilemma. We're fucking incessantly on and we can't take it in time. And the best way to hide it is to look for it. <laughs> I swear. I swear. I swear. People want to want to be free. See, the mental state would love to become free. It doesn't want to be free, but it would love to become free. It's in, it's in the, to the journey, because every step of the way, the emphasis would be on the selfing. Yeah? It loves it. It will have you on lifelong paths. I'm going to be going into more light. It loves that. There's no threat. But to be free, to be free is difficult. Yeah? Yeah? For it, because it cannot bear it. It has to have relevance. It has to have something. Either it has to be able to fuck it up or emphasize it. And in this case, its effects have no effect. All these shenanigans, when you go to sleep at night, they're all gone. Every night, we're, we, get, we get carte blanche freedom from it all. We go to sleep. Yeah? And if you think you're the center of the universe, you're off the game board one-third of the time. We're asleep eight hours a day. And seems everything seems to keep on cooking. We have, is there, is there like a gatekeeper to deep sleep? All right, fucking no, Paul. You are, that thing you did at 11.35, no, stay outside. No, everyone goes in there. Yes, because there isn't everyone. The thing, and then, even every night. But yeah, take, get the skillful means to travel lighter as this. And then the mind will be more free to entertain what you're entertaining. Yeah? The skillful means. The skillful means. Like when you feel, when you need, let's say you got a bad ankle, find some fucking salve that gives you some relief. Fucking smoke marijuana, whatever. Do something. Do the things you need to do to give, bring a little bit of equilibrium to this sure. so that you're... It's, it's all of its concerns won't have your attention and interest uh, enslaved to it, yes? Because the mind, see, the mind is like a, a marathon runner in a closet, yeah? The closet is the body. It needs release. It needs to be able to run around, yes? So some, the best way it can run around is let the body take care of the body. You know what you need to do. Ask yourself a question. What is it I know that I don't want to know? Find out. What is it that I know? I really do. I know this is what's fucking me up. But I don't want to know it because I want to keep doing it. Well, then fucking be accountable for it. The effects. Yeah? There's so much going on here. There's the action figure world. Yeah? This is what happens in recovery. People hear this message, non-duality. Well, there is no self, then I don't have to do the steps. And then they're drunk non-dualists in a fucking a month. Yeah? The action figure has its dilemmas. As Jesus says, render unto Caesars what Caesars, yeah? Take care of the action figure, allow it to take care of it. It has that drive, yeah? And then the mind can be unfettered. If you try to deny the body, they'll, it'll suck more of the attention and interest, yeah? What's beautiful though, the action figure 
can arrive at a level of supreme highness for us for it which is enough yeah it has enough it has that this is cool this is good everything is all right yes it's enough is a beautiful word here in this place yeah and when the body is enough, it's sort of grazing out, you know, like a cow. You don't have to have 24 of surveillance on it. It's not fucking doing anything. It's grazing. And then the mind is off doing its little thing. Yes? Yeah. But if you try not to take care of this by obsessing with that, this will fucking have a huge calling card, calling the attention and interest. You don't get away from this dreaming. Yeah? As the dreamt. That's my point. Yes. Yeah. I don't know, I guess the thing that keeps coming up for, you know, the way you're presenting it, um, I mean, for most of us, like, say, whatever, some good portion of the day, you could give that thought sign and just, you know, it's just seamlessly coming in as far as, yeah, truth, 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 totally see it. And then there's other parts of the day where, you know, it's this complete illusion of being the entity that becomes the orientation it kind of goes back and forth and what you're saying is that at some point it just could not reestablish itself and I'm just wondering was there like an in-between well it was never established well it was imagined to be so exactly okay it's, it, the only level it can reach is seemingly so it can appear to be true to you right so at, what do you think it was that made it so um, uh, that, that the imagination could not recreate the dream of itself. Well, it, can't, it doesn't create it, it makes it. No, it keeps making